Hello, everyone. This is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznets, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Remnant from the Ashes, a third-person action-adventure game that takes a lot from the Souls games, adds an emphasis on shooting, and puts it all into a post-apocalyptic, fantastical setting full of Groot's extended family, anthropomorphic goat people, insect-human hybrids, and more. Remnant originally came out on August 20th, 2019 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So... Remnant is a weird game. Not because the game itself is weird, but because my experience with it ranges from despising it with a passion, so much so that I deleted it from my hard drive after playing two hours, to enjoying it overall, because when it works, it feels pretty good. And I know what you're saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying you deleted the game out of frustration, anger, and hatred, and then re-downloaded it so you could suffer some more? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. But I didn't decide to give it a second chance because I hate myself and wanted to drag myself through the cruel streets of Remnant. Well, I hate myself a little. I decided to go back and give it one last shot because I didn't like feeling like the game beat me. It's supposed to work the other way around, right? So I redownloaded all almost 40 gigabytes of it and then beat it over the course of the next 10 hours. Mostly solo, but occasionally with the help of a few random folk. That's right, everyone. Unlike Souls games, Remnant has full-blown co-op for up to three players. So if you're struggling or don't like playing alone, you can play with up to two other people, whether they're strangers, friends, or a mixture of both. The co-op works differently than the Souls games in that you aren't dropping and activating summoning signs in the world. Instead, someone just has to decide to join your game from the main menu, and then they'll be fighting alongside you the next time you activate a checkpoint crystal. Until you do that, they'll just be spectating, silently judging you the entire time. I love that regular co-op exists. When I played alongside other people, it felt really good. Be warned, however, that friendly fire is turned on with no way to turn it off, so don't go walking in front of your buddies unless you want to get downed along with your foes. But as nice as it is having co-op, it makes one thing clear. Remnant is not well balanced for solo play, at least early on, and I could tell it wasn't balanced because when two other players joined my game, we didn't see an influx in the number of enemies we fought or an increase in their health, damage, and the like, everything was the same and that's what annoyed me to the point of deleting the game. The thing is, Remnant makes a terrible first impression for solo players. Ignoring the opening tutorial, which is very basic and borderline impossible to fail, if you choose to play the game by yourself, you may find yourself struggling during the first hour or two. This is because the first dungeons you fight through are very cramped, leaving you with little room to dodge enemy attacks, and you don't have much stamina to keep rolling around either. But the real problem comes from one of the design choices made to make the game harder, I guess. This choice I'm referring to is the choice to have epic enemies randomly spawn at times accompanied by a dozen or so cronies. You at least get an audio cue letting you know about the impeding danger, but when you're first starting out getting a handle of the controls and how the game works, being overwhelmed by a horde of enemies, one of which is super powered, is not challenging, it's cheap. And when I struggled getting through a dungeon only to breeze through it when a few randoms joined my game, I got so annoyed because it showed 
showed me one of the faults of Remnant, that the game is clearly designed for cooperative play. That said, once you get a handle of how things work and level up your character, the game becomes very manageable for solo players. Even bosses, though, it is disappointing and annoying that many bosses, if not all, rely on summoning regular enemies in order to make their encounters challenging. For the most part, bosses may look cool, but their attack patterns and the like are uninspired and lack the creativity and fear one thinks of when thinking of the Souls games. The final boss, at least, has an interesting second form and unique strategy for taking them down, but I'll let you discover that on your own. Back to the randomly spawning enemies, I can't stress enough how annoying I find this type of design or the lack thereof. No matter what kind of game it is, I hate it when enemies spawn out of thin air or magically drop from the sky like it's actually raining men, except instead of raining men, it's raining monsters and the weather girls are dead. I'm sure the reasoning for this is the assumption that knowing enemies could pop out of nowhere at any given time without warning adds tension, but for me, it only made playing the game feel like a nuisance. And not only that, this awareness made me ignore looting areas because I just didn't want to deal with more random bullshit. It does seem to let up as the game goes on, which is probably just my imagination running away with me, but even so, I never enjoyed that aspect of the randomness. Speaking of randomness, there's more randomness in Remnant than just the occasional random spawn. You see, the world of Remnant is procedurally generated, so no two playthroughs will be the same or so they'd like you to believe. It's true that the map layouts are different, and yes, you won't see every boss over the course of one playthrough, but having rerolled my campaign a few times as well as the adventure mode, which is a more bite-sized mode focusing on one specific area if you're looking to tackle a specific boss you missed, the world doesn't feel all that different, so much so that you may even wonder if you actually rerolled your campaign or just forgot to confirm it. This isn't a problem for your first playthrough, but it makes every following playthrough feel stale because since the world is procedurally generated, it all feels way more hollow the second, third, etc. way through. When dealing with procedurally generated maps, you miss out on all the care and craft and thought that comes from purposefully designed worlds. I still remember the worlds of the Souls games, but the world of Remnant is pretty but forgettable. I may be sounding mostly negative so far, and overall I am disappointed, but Remnant does get one thing very right, the gameplay. While melee is an option, make no mistake, Remnant is a shooter first and foremost. I use my blade here and there, mostly on the weakest of weak enemies, but most of the time I blew enemies away with my shotgun and it felt great, especially when I'd activate my mod, letting me light them ablaze at the same time. The shooting feels really good and the sense of impact is satisfying. You can clearly tell when your bullets make contact and that's not as easy to to accomplish as you might think. And if you're wondering about ammo scarcity, the game makes sure to encourage gunplay by having enemies drop ammo frequently when killed if you're running low. You can also buy or find ammo packs that'll refill your ammo and automatically reload your guns if empty, but I only ever used those during two boss fights where there weren't many enemies to drop additional ammo. When the game's design wasn't getting in the way, I had a lot of fun playing Remnant. The art isn't finely detailed, but it's clean and has character, reminding me of stylized games like Fable and Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, especially the latter. The story is whatever and forgettable, but if you 
find it engaging, the voice acting is better than I expected. Overall, I think Remnant is a solid start, a strong foundation that is hopefully built upon and turns into an amazing sequel. Whether that means a Remnant 2 or something else, despite my disappointment and how much I hated the game during the first few hours, I'm excited to see where Gunfire Games goes from here. They almost made a great game with Remnant, but maybe next time I'll be able to take that sentence and remove the almost. Anyway, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage podcast, both of which are available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Pandora. If you'd like to check out the video version of this show, if you are a audio listener only, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch it there along with some other videos as well if you'd like to check out the art i make you can go over to pxsart.com if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way as always Thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.